This might be my most controversial episode, but I can't hold back. I've uh, I've never liked this holiday. I've just never felt quite right about it, and now I know why. Thanksgiving is a bullshit holiday. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thanks so much for listening. It is 5.33 in the morning here. Seems like every day I wake up, it's like 26 degrees outside, uh, which is just awesome for running. Um, No, (laughs) it sucks, but at least for the first five minutes. I did uh, get my shop gloves the other day and put those on, and big help there. So I finally realized after 44 years on this earth that gloves keep you warm um (laughs) just to paint a picture for you i look totally ridiculous in the mornings when i go running now i have a longhorn hoodie on uh some green hiking pants and now these gloves (laughs) but uh it's it's a workout it's not a fashion show uh i do think after the turkey trot i am going to try for the half marathon uh, Cecilia challenged me on this, so if if you're in, I'm in. So let's let's go run a half marathon. I'll keep you posted on the the progress there. Um, I feel like this show is finally living up to its name because uh, I'm recording in the mornings now as I actually drink my coffee. And this morning, oh man, great coffee! This is one of my all-time favorites. It's uh, Pete's Coffee. This is their Major Dickinson blend. It is very dark, very bold. It's a great winter coffee. It's real smoky. Uh, Some of the other coffees that I've been having, they sort of have this fruity, not, they're not flavored coffees, but they have kind of these fruity uh, tones to them. This one is very uh, much the opposite of that. And um, I think if people try this, they may think it's too dark and that they want to put creamer in it. But if you're a creamer person, try to resist that urge if you give this coffee a try because I think the creamers just contaminate the flavor of any coffee, really. I like to take take a walk on the wild side and just drink it black. It tastes like a really good espresso. Um, it would be actually amazing in a French press. I should have done that. Um, I'll do that tomorrow. Pete's Coffee, good stuff. Check it out. Now, you're probably sick of hearing me say this all the time, but I'm so thankful that I get to have a podcast and that you listen. Um, this has quickly become one of my all-time favorite hobbies. Hopefully, what I'm about to get into here will not mess all that up and offend someone. But regardless, I have to say it. Thanksgiving is a bullshit holiday. <laughs> Everything I've been taught about it was a lie. Um, the pilgrims and the Indians coming together, having turkey. Uh, it's definitely not like that. It The first Thanksgiving was 1621, and the pilgrims actually did not come to America for religious persecution. They were coming from Holland. They went from England to Finland, and they were, at that point, uh, fleeing the religious persecution of the Church of England. So they then go to Finland, and it turns out to be too liberal for them. 
they wanted to have religious freedom, but they didn't want anybody else to. So at that point, they left for America to spread the faith. And they left Finland in September. And now that's a two-month trip, a two-month voyage, I believe they say in the, uh, in the boat world. Um, but they land in what is now Boston in November. Uh, very harsh conditions. A lot of them died. Uh, probably horrific ways to go, uh, as you might imagine. After the winter, they did meet an English-speaking native called Squanto. He saw what dire conditions they were in, took pity on them, uh, taught them how to hunt and fish and grow food. He basically altered the course of history forever by saving these uh, these people, these saving the initial uh, Puritans. He introduced them to tribal leaders, and the following year, after they're up on their feet and they now know how to manage the land and survive, they held this feast. lasted for three days. That was the first Thanksgiving. Now, the next Thanksgiving was 16 years later, which was all about family, specifically murdering them. Um, this Thanksgiving celebrated the defeat and slaughter of those same natives by other European settlers. Um, Native Americans now mark Thanksgiving as a day of mourning, and they typically fast. The irony of this is that the religiously oppressed settlers came to America and became oppressors themselves. And the story I was told about Thanksgiving is half-truths and propaganda at best. Um, the holiday was not recognized nationwide until 1863. This is when Abe Lincoln was president, and he thought it would be a good idea to bring the country together during the Civil War. Now, Lincoln didn't come up with the whole Indians and pilgrims being besties thing. Uh, that myth didn't come along until the early 1900s. This is long after uh, we had fought and killed all the Native Americans. And then they put the myth in the textbooks and everyone believes it. Why, why would you question it, right? Um, I mean, hey, look, I guess if you forget about all the murdering and raping and genocide, it's a great holiday, right? I mean, the food the food, right? <laughs> well, Thanksgiving is a holiday that celebrates genocide with slaughter. 45 million turkeys are slaughtered every year, and that's just for Thanksgiving. Um, and what turkeys go through is nothing short of horrific and barbaric. Even in the best free-range facilities, uh, these turkeys live their short lives in cramped quarters and due to the atrocious conditions uh, the turkeys are rife with disease respiratory infection uh, they get ulcerated feet they're pumped full of antibiotics yet 75 percent of them still have disease when they reach the slaughterhouse and the cdc just this year discovered a salmonella outbreak in turkeys um, they're bred so fast and they get so large that they're made lame by their own weight. They have to walk with their wings 
just to reach food and water. And just for some perspective on this, if a human child were to grow at this rate, it would be 1,500 pounds by 18 weeks old. Um, at birth, the turkeys are mutilated. They're de-beaked, uh, detoed. Uh, they burn their eyes. And this is all without any anesthetic. And when they get to the ripe old age of 26 weeks, they're crammed into crates and shipped off to the slaughter. And this is without any food, any water. Um, they have to do all this because turkeys are extremely hard to hunt. Uh, despite popular opinion, they're actually quite intelligent. And humans are horrible hunters. I mean, if you take away the gun and the bow, there is no way that a human can take down a turkey. They fly 55 miles per hour. They run 25 miles per hour. And look, I don't mean to bash hunters. I actually respect them a lot more than meat eaters that believe labels like free range, cruelty free, uh, grass fed. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're just more connected to the process of taking an animal's life and that being food. Um, and I used to believe all those marketing labels as well, the cruelty free, free range things. And I thought I was doing the ethical thing. And I've heard the argument that it's okay to eat turkeys because they're not intelligent. And I'll address all that faulty logic in another episode, but I will say this. Turkeys are highly social. They love to play. If you throw an apple into a flock, they'll start playing with it like a football. They've even been known to dance to music. They create long-lasting social bonds. They can even remember human faces. And turkeys, at one point, uh, were considered sacred by the Mayans, the Aztecs, uh, the Toltecs, they referred to them as jeweled birds. And in 1776, when the bald eagle was chosen as the national bird, Benjamin Franklin expressed his disapproval. He said, turkeys were a much more respectable bird than the bald eagle, who are just scavengers. Unfortunately, there are no laws regarding the treatment of turkeys in the U.S. during the catching, the shipping, and the slaughtering. And at the slaughterhouse, they're strung up by their feet, which is especially painful due to their abnormal weight. And then they're run through an electrified water bath so that the feathers come out more easily. Oh, yeah, and by the way, they're fully conscious for this whole process. And then they get their throats cut on a conveyor belt, which looks a lot like a table saw or something you'd see out of a horror movie. This process is repeated 45 million times so that Americans can give thanks to a Native American genocide by slaughtering turkeys for a made-up history. I know individually people are thankful during this holiday, but as a collective society, uh, Thanksgiving does not seem to be centered in gratitude. It seems to be more about the lead up to Black Friday. It's, it's the biggest shopping day of the year since 2005. And the greed that goes on during Black Friday and the violence is astounding. Here, here's just a few examples. I'll give you a short timeline. 
Um, 2008, a Walmart employee was trampled to death. On that same day, two other people were shot and killed outside of Toys R Us in Southern California. Two years later, uh, there were arrests made for public disturbance, weapon charges, even stabbings. In 2011, a woman pepper sprayed an entire line of people at Walmart. Uh, 2012, two people were shot outside another Walmart over a parking spot. In 2013, thieves stole a TV from a shopper, shooting him in the process. And then 2016, people in Texas, Nevada, and New Jersey were shot during Black Friday shopping disputes. And this isn't even close to a comprehensive list. This is just a few over the last 10 years. You can see a complete list, and uh, you're going to love this URL. It's blackfridaydeathcount.com. <laughs> and if you watch some of the Black Friday videos, oh my God, it is, it's horrific. These people busting through doors, um, they're hitting each other, yelling at each other, fighting over plastic. Plastic that's made in China by some exploited worker, and then it's stocked and managed by an employee in the u.s that's exploited it's just a weird sad process um these people look possessed it's scary when i see this it's a i don't know it's a very sobering look at at humanity and what's really bad about it is all it is is a marketing ploy plain and simple you know it dangles really expensive electronics to the working class who otherwise might not be able to afford them. Um, and they purposely understock the doorbuster deals just to encourage this frantic competition to see who can get the best deal. And we're being played by these retailers. Um, and they seem to start the Black Friday earlier every year. Uh, some of them I think are even open at five o'clock on Thanksgiving this year. A few years ago, one of my favorite stores, REI, took a really bold move. They close their store on Black Friday. They give their employees a paid day off and encourage everyone to get outside. It's their opt-out initiative. And rather than spend the day waking up at the crack of dawn and potentially getting mauled, spend the day out hiking or going to the park. Um, a similar movement has been around since the 90s. It's called Buy Nothing Day. Uh, it's a way to protest the overconsumption and mass consumerism. And I just think it's a better use of our time. I also just don't want to wait for one day out of the year to be thankful. I have so much to be thankful for. It's It's got to be a 365 day a year. Let's make every day Thanksgiving if we're going to do anything. All right. I've got to get out there in this 26-degree weather now. Me and uh, Molly the Collie, we are off. Um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Until next week, stay thankful. <laughs>